everybody. This is your boy Errol from the A&E Podcast checking in. Uh, me and Tuan finally able to give y'all episodes since, you know, well, I'm on quarantine. I think Tuan's still working, but Tuan, talk to me, cuz. How you feeling? Feeling great, man. Blessed. Um, can't complain. Uh, just wish there was a little bit of sports to watch, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So, um, NFL still keeping me entertained right now, so. I um it's a lot of big news, a lot of big things been happening, so I'm 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 really excited. Oh yeah, oh yeah. NFL is king. And uh speaking of the NFL, let's go ahead and just get right to some more agent signings. Uh we gave y'all a little podcast of the day where we talked about DeAndre Hopkins trade and whatnot. Well, this morning, recording this on uh Thursday morning, by the way. I'm sorry, no, it's Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's Friday, never mind. Recording this on Friday, uh afternoon. So I woke up this morning to some BS. What is that BS you're probably asking? Well, Todd really decided to, after he got cut, sign the Falcons. I got a lot of Falcons friends and family out here that is going absolutely crazy. Like, Todd Gurley is about to be the, the savior, the anointed one to come back and bring. Let me tell y'all something. Todd Gurley is going to play six games this year, okay? Y'all going to go. Y'all know y'all gonna win one more game this year. Y'all might go nine and seven, and that's about the best y'all gonna do. Y'all will not be anything this year. Like I'm so sick of hearing this, but I'm gonna let Twan speak. Uh, Twan, how you feel about the Todd Gurley signing? Uh, I don't feel any way one way or the other. Um, I Atlanta's issues to me are not on offense at all. Um, I know the offensive line is getting healthier. That was a big problem with them early on the year last year. Uh, Ty Gurley, you know how I feel about running backs. Unless you're just like some just dynamic, explosive running back that can just hit a home run whenever he gets a crease or like you just, you know, just bulldoze through everybody all the time, like Adrian Peterson type dude, then like I really don't care. Um, oh, I mean, especially if you're not, you know, helping big time in the passing game. But I'm, I just don't think – I think it was – I mean, they should have used that little bit of cap space that they do have to try to, you know, – I mean, try to do something on defense. They lost uh, – they cut True Font. Um, uh, Devondre Campbell's gone. Um, of course, they let Vic Beasley go, even though he's not a great player. Anyway, they spent – wasted money on Dante Fowler, who's not a great player. Yep. Um, that they just – I figured – I mean, I thought they should have been trying to go after a cornerback, especially if they let True Font go. Just to try to, you know, better their defense. I just, I was, I don't know, it just left a lot to be desired for me. And I don't know, it just seems like an emotional pick by uh, the Falcons. And, um, but, I mean, not saying that, you know, he won't play well. I think he'll do, I think he'll far better than he did last year. I don't think he's like, you know, people say he's running out of gas and all this stuff. Man, the dude is 25 years old. Like, he's fine. Um, but, and they got him for five million, so it's not like it's a lot of money. But I just would have rather seen them go, you know, on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, I think they're going to be fine. Um, they're explosive. They got the receivers. They got a tight end now, which uh, I, I think is a lot better than Austin Hooper. Um, so yeah, I just it just didn't do much for me. Like I mean, he's he's all right. I mean, Hayden ain't done that much to be that much better. But I mean, he's so much more explosive. Like, I mean, Hayden Hurst was a first round draft pick for a reason. Like, he's he's really really talented. Um, so I I just I don't know, man. I'm just I'm not. I just thought a running back. I thought they could have just they could have addressed that in the draft. 
and got somebody for cheaper. I would have taken, you know, somebody in the second, third round, you know, and running back for cheaper and gotten some great production out of them. But, you know, it is what it is. I think the interesting thing is that it's not like a whole money. You know what I mean? Like, it's definitely got to – I mean, I feel like it's a pretty decent deal for a back that, you know, probably still has something left. So, I mean, I don't think it's a terrible deal. Like, I'm just kind of talking junk. <clears throat> I'm pretty much just talking trash for the most part. But, I mean, uh, I mean to have Todd Gurley at $6 million, you know, I, I'm i not mad at it. Like, I mean, it's a – I feel like it's a good deal for them. But, like you said, I don't think their problems are on offense. I think they got way more issues on defense that they need to figure out. And, um, I mean, either way, like I said, I don't think the Falcons are going to be – world beaters anymore i know a lot of fans are going crazy we got girly back and most of these fans are uga fans and so all right uh, y'all still suck i mean <laughs> y'all ain't <laughs> so, uh but also uh, another another thing that happened um darius slay uh he actually got traded correct he got traded to the eagles for yes bad picks right yeah. yes all right you talk to me well let me just say this right quick for all you eagles fans who are, who are happy I don't know if y'all know who Darius Slay is, but Amari Cooper lit his ass up last year. If you want to go look at the highlights, be my guest. But uh, Tuan, talk to me. How you feel about the Darius Slay trade? Um, I thought it was good about Philly trying to show their back end. I'm like I said, you know, I'm all for trying to anybody trying to prove your in the past. You know, anything that affects the passing game, and of course, Darius Slay is one of the best corners in in the NFL. Um. Thought it was a decent move. Um, if I'm now, if I'm Detroit, I still thought I felt they should have. Um, I felt like Detroit should have tried to keep him, but apparently there's some issues that that's been coming out that Darius Slade had, which I think are just lame. Yeah, but, uh, get to that though. Get to that though. Yeah, I mean, get to that. Well, okay. So basically, Darius Slade's haven't had issues about Matt Patricia said he lost respect for him called him out in front of the team a couple of times and basically said that, you know, he shouldn't be working out with guys, you know, he, that he not on their level. And Darius Slay, like a woman, well, I don't say like a, well, yeah, like, oh, a, like emotional, yeah, yeah. emotional little girl took it personally. And instead of taking it like a challenge, you know, he, he, he chose the emotional route. Like, oh, man, he messing with me, he picking on me. When as a man, he should have been like, "Oh, you trying to say I ain't good as them? All right, I'm gonna show you." You know, that's the attitude he should have, he should have took. And like, you know, some guys are just emotional like that. Maybe he wasn't cut out for that, you know. And uh, he took, you know, he's not used to winning being in Detroit, or he didn't win in college either. So this stuff may be new to him. Um, that may be how they, you know, did things in uh, New England. But I will say that. Um, I thought it was a good move for them. If I was Detroit, I would try to make it work. I thought they could have got more than just a third and a fifth, but a third and a fifth to do, they're still in position to draft the Cuda. And of course, they drafted Trufant, which cornerback play is so, so, um, what's the word? Volatile. You know, there's a lot of volatility when it comes to cornerback uh, play. Like one game, a cornerback could look like all world. And the next game, you're like, this dude needs to be cut. Yep. And that's just part of the game. And so that's why, you know, those ones that are pretty consistent they get paid the most money so um they're probably drafted kuda um i thought philly did a good job they still you know got most of their top top picks you get a a premier cornerback for a third and a fifth i like it it's more than what you know now I, of course i think Jalen Ramsey is a lot better than darius slay 
Um, but um, I just, and, you know, for the value, I just, you know, Jacksonville got a, a King's ransom for Jalen Ramsey. And, you know, for what Philly gave up, I thought they did pretty good because they're still in win-now mode. So that was, those are my thoughts on what you What you think about the deal? I mean, I told you, I, I'm not the least bit worried about Darius Slay. Only I know what Amari did to him last year. Um, he had the man spinning in circles. I think Amari, if I'm not wrong, Amari went for like damn near 160 and like two touchdowns. So I'm not, I'm really not worried about Darius Slay one bit. But like you said, the Eagles needed cornerback. They needed cornerback help for a while. Um, I was, I was terrified last year thinking about that. that. I thought the Eagles were about to get Jalen Ramsey. And when they did not, it was like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, yeah, they addressed the need, obviously, for them. Um, uh, I think the interesting part to me, the you know how you start saying about he got basically like a woman? Well, I mean, yeah, he shows some soft tendencies, especially in that you on first take this morning. For those of y'all who didn't see it, uh, boy, Molly Carroll, really, she, boy, she was in her bag today. Uh, Darius, so oh, how do you feel about you know him talking to you, being mean to you? Like, God, and like you can see Stephen A and Matt's kind of like laughing a little bit, like oh, she's making him look like a hoe. <laughs> Damn, yeah. I mean, uh, he really, he was basically saying how you know, um, how he didn't respect him as a man, and. How you know as a coach he's all right, but as a man I can't respect that. I wouldn't talk to a man that way, so he shouldn't talk to me that way, and that just kind of brings that me. That sounds so lame, man. It that sounds. It brings me back to. Oh, uh, he tried to talk to me like that. Oh man, he's mean to me. But like I said, that brings me back to. I don't know where he's from, but I know in the South, at least for what I know, whether it's Georgia, Florida, Alabama, you gonna get talked to a certain way on the football field, and how you react is how you right. gonna react throughout life. So. I, I right. mean, like I said, it, it made them sound really soft, I will say. Um, the funny part to me, though, was that uh, Stephen A. Smith kept asking the whole time, like, look, you know, uh, I know you guys weren't, you know, necessarily accustomed to winning. You know, how how are you guys letting a coach who has won nine games over two years get y'all upset? Y'all need to just get your money and play ball. And, I mean, it's, it's a funny thing. Like, if you think about a lot of coaches that come from that New England kind of, you know, tree, I guess. They try to bring that system into other places, and it never works. And I wanted to ask you, what do you think about New England coaches, pretty much for the most part? Like, guys who leave from Belichick's tree trying to take that somewhere else. And, I mean, nine times out of – well, ten times out of ten, it hasn't worked anywhere. So, what do you think about the whole thing? Uh, I just think – I think it all boils down to the individual person because, I mean, you look at Brian Flores, what he did last year, that was incredible. You know, he still established that same culture – you know, traded away some clowns, um, you know, did his stuff his way, got guys out of there. I still think what he did to Kenny Stills is, like, one of the most hilarious things I've ever seen from a coach. Um, um, yeah, I guess it just – it all depends. I think the guy in uh, New York, uh, Judge, I think he's going to do fine up there. But Patricia, I mean, I think it just it just appeals. I, I mean, it's hard to look at it just by and wins and losses because – I, I really feel like they're the one more games had Matt Stafford stay healthy. Like Matt Stafford was like balling last year, um, before he got hurt, and uh, they were they were doing a lot of great things. Like, then they beat New England. Was it last year or the year before that? I don't know. They I know they, they they've been bit by the oh, injury, yeah. injury bug. Yeah, they have been able to stop people on defense. They really didn't. I mean, he walked in there with not too much on the plate to begin with. 
So, um, it's I, I don't know. I like them. I think um, I think they'll um, I think they'll they'll be okay this year. But it's just all about you know getting the, your right guys in there, and that's why I think as a coach, one of the best things you can do is just establish your culture and the type of guys that you want in there. Because like me personally, if I'm coaching, I got a guy that's sensitive on my team like Darius Slay. I wouldn't want him. I don't care how good he is. Cause it's bad for the culture. Cause he's the guy that's going back, man. I can't believe Coach said that. He's telling somebody else that. And then because he's one of the better players on the team, they're like, yeah, you know, you're right. You know, they they all gonna side with him. You know, he the Pro Bowl, all the rookies and stuff gonna look to him. So, um, I I just yeah, I wasn't a big fan. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. Um, let me see. Also, let's. Oh, Elvin Gordon. Uh, Melvin Gordon signed today with the Denver Broncos. I think he got like a two-year deal, if I'm not wrong. Um, I, I didn't really care, uh, honestly, where he went because I felt like he talked himself out some money, uh, thinking he was the caliber running back of a Zeke, uh, Todd Gurley, just anything like that. Um, obviously, he left the charge. Chargers gave Eckler a pretty nice deal. and um, I didn't know if he was going to get that much, but he did. Uh, what you think about that uh, Melvin Gordon to the the Broncos? I guess. Uh, do you think he's better than the guy that they already have? Philip Lindsay. Yeah. I don't know if I'd say better than. I'd probably say they're damn near equal because uh, I mean Philip's just he's just not a big guy. Um. The thing about Philip Lindsay that's kind of annoying, at least from a fantasy football perspective, I guess watching them play is that they don't give him the ball enough because he's not a very big guy, so they probably think he's gonna get hurt. They do a lot of splitting time, and um, Melvin Gordon. I mean, he's gonna command. I mean, I would expect he would command the ball. Uh, I would expect to be your workhorse back if you're gonna bring him in. Period. So, I mean, like I said, do I think he's better than Philip Lindsay? Maybe by a little bit, but not by not by much. I mean. I say it's like I'm not even gonna say one A one B. I say it's like a two two A two B kind of situation. I guess. What do you think? Yeah, uh, just didn't just didn't move for me, man. Melvin Gordon dropped the ball last year, not not knowing his self worth. You got to be honest with yourself and know your worth. He is thought he was more than what he was, and he's not realizing what's going on around you. Like if you're getting offered ten million dollars, you got to understand that the running back market is depreciating every single year you need to go ahead and get get what you can while you can and instead of you know making 10 million dollars a year he ended up still getting paid whatever he was getting paid last year and now he's making what six and a half million so yeah. it's really not you know not too helpful for him yeah he didn't and he ended up losing out on money right yeah same way like he didn't really i don't see how that helped at all honestly so eh, i didn't really care Right. Yeah, this didn't move me no not one way or the other. Uh let me see. What else what else we got? Um uh, let's see here. So we went to- uh, we just got some breaking news though. It looks like uh the Dallas Cowboys will not be signing Emmanuel Sanders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they still have a, that third receiver spot open. This is what ESPN's gotta stop doing. Um Stop telling me what's not happening. It don't it don't move me. Like like I'm so sick of hearing stuff. I'm so sick of I know ESPN has to report stuff, don't get me wrong, but I'm sick of Bleach Report, ESPN, Fox Sports saying 
such and such tested for the coronavirus and they do not have it. Uh, yeah. I don't give a damn. Like, like, what? like I don't need to know that. Like, uh, I don't want to know. Who, I don't want to know who or has it or doesn't has. It. I could care yeah. less. Like when I found out Kevin Durant had it, I said, okay. Nobody else that's gonna have it is gonna be more famous than Kevin Durant, except for right. LeBron James, maybe. Right? But other than right. that, I don't need to know that Marcus Smart and and uh, Christian Wood got. I don't care. Like, I, I'm right. not saying I hope that you know whatever, but I don't care. Like that ain't telling me nothing. Oh yeah, that's that's what that's what that's what our sports media is turned into now, man. It's like it's like it doesn't doesn't I I don't know, like I, I get it with with the uh, everything that's going on, but man, like come on, like nobody wants to hear about that stuff. Like just get people mind off that stuff, right? You know, yeah, it's pretty stupid. <laughs> I mean, I I mean that's just the easy way to say it. It's it's pretty dumb, but uh, anyway, what else? What else? Uh, let's see. Um, did we already talk about Brady? Nope. Well, I was supposed to wait for you to bring up the biggest news of the week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so Tom Brady, <laughs> he signed with the Buccaneers. Um, I know everybody on TV kept saying they were shocked that he's leaving New England. I'm, I'm not shocked by it. Uh, I would say, if anything, I was more kind of, I was more kind of just wondering where he was going. It wasn't anything shocking about it at all, though, not to me. Um, I would probably say now – well, he does have some weapons. I just seen with Chris Godwin decide he's going to give up his – well, so Tom can wear it. I mean – Well, he ain't got no choice. Yeah, I was about to say, like, they, they report it like he actually had a choice. <laughs> like, like, Right, like, yeah, okay. Like, until, Tom Brady getting that number 12, you can forget that. Exactly. Like, And it wasn't going to be no, I'll pay you for it either. You're gonna, oh no! Nah. You gonna give it to me? <laughs> like, yeah, Tom probably walked in and said, "Look, I'm gonna need that." Oh no! I'm, I'm sure the I'm sure Bruce Arians made that. Hey, BA made that call. And said, "Hey, son, um, we got Brady coming. Um, pick a new number." Probably didn't even call him, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pick a new number. Yeah, <laughs> you like number eighty-four? You got it. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, like I said, when I heard the news, I wasn't shocked. I wasn't stunned. I was just kind of wondering where was she going. Um, it's gonna be odd seeing me in a new uniform. I think it's hilarious the memes that are coming up. Twan posted one the other day. If y'all didn't see it, where Tom Brady had the goals in his mouth. And, <laughs> oh God, so I had me die when I saw that. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, what you think about Tom to uh, to the Bay? Man, I tell you what, I'm I'm happy for everybody back home because I know they're excited. <laughs> like I remember, like no lie, like. I know, like I, I can see the with the way the Falcons fans are here, but I've seen people fan bases, places. I know Cowboy fans are all over the place, um, and you have your fickle fan bases. But the the Bucks fan base, they have a really good fan base down there. And I remember when they were good, when they had you know going through the, you know the one sap, Derek Brooks and John Lynch, Mike Allstock, those years. Yeah, um, Rondé Barber, uh, that whole little phase was big for, you know, that whole area, the whole Central Florida area because, like, you – it's – the the way – the place where the teams are just kind of, like, in a weird spot. Okay. Um, You know, in the, in the state. So, you got Tampa and then you got a team all the way up in Jacksonville. And, like, that whole area in between is, like, nothing is – right? And the only team that's been, you know, decent is, is Tampa over the past like, 20 years, I'd say. And – um. Yeah, I, I'm just happy for the area. I think as far as, like, football-related, I thought it was a tremendous fit. I think Tom Brady's going to have a bounce-back year. Um, 
I, I, I really – I wouldn't be surprised if they win the division, to tell you the truth. The, Tampa Bay's defense is highly underrated. They still got a first-round pick. They can go tackle. They can add on to that young defense. Todd Bowles doing a great job as defensive coordinator. I really like them. I really like Tampa. As a matter of fact, I'll go ahead and say it. They will, they will win the division and compete for a bye. Okay. I think they'll beat the Saints. So you think I don't trust uh, Huh? You think they'll get the bye? I think they'll compete for it. I, I mean, it's possible, but, I mean, I can't say for sure. Uh-huh. But, I, I mean, I don't know. That's not, that's not, that's not bad. Um, I, I'm wondering um, – <clears throat> So personally, I think that division is really tough now. Um, I think that the Falcons, like I said, I think they're always going to be somewhat a wild card. They're going to be good or they're going to be terrible. Um, I think the Saints, I think we know what we're getting. I think they're going to be perennial playoff contenders. They're not going to do anything in the playoffs, but I think that, you know, we know they're going to at least win a lot of games. Um, yeah, because Sean Payton is an overrated coach. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, I, I think they're going to always be there. I think Buccaneers. So I could be wrong, but I kind of get Cleveland Brown vibes from the Buccaneers. You know, you know how when Odell went there and like they had Kareem Hunt, mm. all these stars and stuff on the team, but nothing just quite got clicking. I kind of, in a weird way, get the vibes with that with the Bucks because um, don't get me wrong, I, I love Brady. I think the fact is Brady's forty two, forty three years old. He's not in the system anymore. He's got to deal with a new coach, which I don't think Bruce Arians is going to make him just completely change his style. Don't get me wrong, but these guys still have to jail. Like, things still have to go right for these guys just to be world. And uh, the defense has to get better. I mean, point blank, period. So, I I don't know. Like I said, I get Browns vibes. Um, I'm not saying they're going to – I don't think they'll compete for a bye quite, quite, you know, off the bat. Um, like I said, the division, I think it's going to be tough. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't think the Panthers are going to be anything that's to, you know, scoff at. Like, I think, uh, I think they're going to suck. Oh, the Panthers? Yeah. I really think they're going to suck. They, they, they might. They might. I mean, I'm, you know, I feel about Luke Keekley. Don't forget Luke Keekley retired. Oh, I forgot. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about, yeah. thinking about, uh, I'm thinking about a new coaching staff, which I guess I'm thinking. Coaches come in. Sometimes they had they have the chance to kind of you know over overplay themselves. I guess whatever. Um, I didn't pitch this to Brian Burns that much last year, but I'm expecting him to get better. You know, um, I mean, you didn't do what with Brian Burns? I ain't pitching to him. Oh, you had a great rookie year. Surprised me actually. I you know I, that's my guy, and I he yeah. had a better season than I thought he was gonna have. I mean, he was all over the place. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, anything can happen, so that's why I'm just like, eh, I don't know. What's I don't think it's gonna be uh as easy as folks think it is. Like, I don't think they're gonna just be a shoe in to the top. So yeah, I mean, I, I I can see that, and I think that's the case just really with any division. You can see the pros and the cons of each one, but I think up and down. Mm-hmm. I think right now, Tom Brady, up uh, it's between him and Matt Ryan as the best quarterback in the division. Um. Mm-hmm. As far as like offensive weapons, I think I don't think it's close. I think Tampa has the best offensive weapons. I think they have the best offensive coach, um, and Bruce Arians, even though he makes questionable decisions at times. Um, 
And I, I was about to say. And I think they had a, I think they had an up and coming defense, man. I just I really do. I think that Tampa defense is going to be Todd Bowles doing a great job, man. If they I, if I was them, I would double down. I'd go get some more corners. Um man, hey, I I like Tampa, man. I really do like Tampa. I just not all I need them to do is bring back them orange, them cream sticker uniforms. Oh my god. Right. Need them. All right, all right, whatever, whatever. Um, let me see what else we got. Oh, so I want to talk about the remaining free agents right quick. Um, Jadavion Clowney wants $20 million a year. Uh, I think it's pretty clear no team's been willing to offer him $20 a year. And all right, so tell me, what's the, where's the expectation coming from that he can get that kind of money? Tell me that right quick. Cache? I don't know. I can't. I, I don't know. His draft pedigree. Uh, I, I don't know. He's a great football player. Um, great run defender. Good against the pass. A good pass rusher. Not a dominant pass rusher. Um, and there's just no value in you just being just a great run defender. Like nobody's gonna pay you fifteen million dollars, you know, and you're not affecting the affecting the game like that um, consistently. Like, you're not – so right now, so it's, it's, you use Matt Judon, for example, right? Matt Judon, I don't think he's that great of a player, right? Um, he's right. got franchise tags. No matter what, he's going to make $15 million, no matter if he gets traded or whatever. He's making $15 million at least this year. Okay. Would I pay Matt Judon, who got 10 sacks last year, um, was okay against the run, was okay against the pass, I pay him $15 million or what I paid Jadavion Clowney $20 million and him just being okay against the pass rush, well, I mean, with his pass rush and being great against the run. Like, nobody's going to do that, man. I'm sorry. Like, nobody's going to give you that extra $5 million you're looking for. And you're not, yeah. like, you know, your only people that's making money like that is Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack, and Von Miller, guys that are really disrupting the pass game. Everything now, granted, Clowney has the ability, he's shown it, but he's just not consistent with it. And if you don't show that, like they can't pay you for they can't you on your second contract, they can't pay you for potential, you know. <laughs> so, like, that's exactly what he's like, trying to get off to. Like, he's he thinking because he's a Davion Clowney because he's a number one pick in the draft. You no, know, I, I don't see it though, bro. Like, I just like when I even seen the fact that he wants 20 million dollars a year annually, and that's what he's. One thing where it's at the market is radio silent. I bust out laughing. <laughs> like I'm just like, what? Who the hell? Who the hell's advising this man? Like I mean, like um, I kind of thought it was funny even thinking about these running backs. Like with Zeke and Melvin Gordon. Zeke, I'm sorry, Gurley and Melvin Gordon. Um, I think I saw was it Schefter? It was somebody saying that Zeke and Gurley are out here looking for money. Like, I'm sorry. Gurley and Melvin Gordon are out here looking for money. Like he got, like Le'Veon Bell got. They they waited a year too late because they should have done that last. Ever you know what's the name was doing it too. So uh, I don't know. Like I just it's just funny. Um, by the way, Chris Harris went to the um, chart. Uh, do the Chargers have the best DB court in the league now? Hmm. Nah, Baltimore still got it. So Desmond King, Chris Harris, and Casey. And then Baltimore is uh oh they, hold on you ain't named their best DB. Well, I'm thinking my, my I'm thinking my corners. My bad. Uh, safeties too, included obviously Derwin and, and uh and they got Nasir Adderley too. They drafted last year. 
No, Sir Adley. No, nah, ring the bell. But okay. He's a rookie. He's good. He's good. Okay. Um, and then Ravens, we got who's a regular safety? Earl Thomas. Safety. Okay, one. And then who else? Uh, uh, Chuck Clark, who's a good player. Um, okay. They got uh, Deshaun <laughs> Elliott, who got hurt, but he's good. But um, but okay, you got one, Earl Thomas. One of huh? that, it's one the slot cornerback. Hey, yeah, Tavon Young. Young. Hey, Dad, just re up too. He's like one of the best slot corners in the NFL. He just couldn't play the show. He got a, some freak. Uh, neck injury in training camp or something like that, and you know, he missed the whole yeah, year. Missed right? the whole year, but he's back. Okay, and um, then of course you got Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters. Okay, so you got two All Pros. I mean, you got two All Pros at uh, booking at the corner. I don't know if there's a better tandem out there. Maybe, I mean, a better. Yes, that's tough, man. That's that's a good group. I know Miami. I like Miami's group. I know you don't like them. I like the pair they got down in Miami, Byron Jones and, and Xavier Howard. But um, I mean, it's not I don't like them. I, I just uh, I don't know. I just it's just tough for me to give a cornerback that much money if I don't think he's Jalen Ramsey or if I don't think he's the corner in the league. Like I just I just don't. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh. Who else is out there? And Dominican Sue, not a big deal. Uh, Jameis Winston. Hmm. Jameis Winston. Jameis, <laughs> Jameis. Go nose. <laughs> the most polarized, the most polarizing player in the NFL. The most entertaining player in the NFL is on the team right now. I'm hurt by this because I told y'all podcast four. That's the most electrifying player in the NFL. <laughs> uh, I heard somebody say the other day that Jameis should have won Defensive Player of the Year, and I could not <laughs> stop that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when I when I, I was dying, like I was in tears early, like I couldn't even, I couldn't, I laughed for about five straight minutes in tears, and I heard he should have been Defensive Player of the Year. He probably should have. <laughs> like, that had me dying, and uh, and I feel like Jameis gets a bad rap, which is, you know maybe some of it's deservedly so, but. That dude needs to be in the NFL. Like, I have to watch him play on Sunday. He should be starting for somebody. <laughs> like, uh, hell, I'll take him in Dallas. Because, I mean, if that going to sit and try to hold us up like this, try to rob us, oh, hell no. Nah. Come on, Dallas, James. Like, I want you. Like, I know you'll throw 30 picks. Give me 30 touchdowns, too. I'm cool. Like, just make it happen. But... I don't know, man. I can't believe he's not on the team. Where do you think James is going? Like, like who... Who put put like this? Who could you see Jameis fall into? Put it like that. Um, I know. Well, it looks like right now he's going to have to settle for a backup role. There's really not too many of a competition role. I think there's one place that's still open for competition that he could possibly. I know he could win it is if he went to Jacksonville, and I think that's the. If I'm him, that's where I'm trying to go. Um, yeah, I'm definitely trying to go to Jacksonville and or maybe Chicago. I think he could, I think he's better than uh Mitchell Trubisky uh easily. Um Nick Foles. Nick Foles yeah, that's right. So yeah, we got Nick Foles there, so that's that's out of the question. So yeah, I'm Jacksonville. I mean only person there is Gardner Mitchell, unless they throwing all their their um all their money in there with, with him, then okay, but I, I wouldn't do that. I would definitely let it be a competition. I think if it came down to a competition, James Winston would win uh easily. 
Um, I think that's the best thing for him. I can't. I, I don't. I don't see any other place that he can go. That I mean, he's definitely gonna be a backup. I couldn't see him playing for um, Belichick. Um, and uh, he might make <laughs> Belichick retire. <laughs> please, please, God, let him go. Can you? Can you imagine though? Can you imagine like? Just imagine Jameis throwing that pit, squinting his eyes, and <laughs> laying. Oh Jameis starts squinting. <laughs> late into that man like it would be hilarious oh my god like yeah we got we got to make something like that happen like we got um um james starts to be on the football team period oh he's definitely um, going to it just i think a lot of people are surprised i wasn't too surprised but um i was kind of surprised that uh it like he didn't get like you know how normally they were quarterbacks to go and um, then they kind of like the dominoes fall to everybody else. What are we going to do with him? You know, try to find backup roles and see if people are interested in, in him as a starter. Um, so I thought yeah. he would be kind of like in that first wave of guys, like with Tom and Marcus and Bridgewater and all them dudes. I thought he would go with them. But just to see him not in I that didn't. group was kind of like, oh, okay, wow. Yeah, I didn't I didn't exactly okay. see that. Um, I kind of figured it was going to. Well, I mean, hell, I didn't think Marcus was gonna go that early. Like, I fig- I figured it was gonna be. Tom. I knew Marcus was gonna go. I, had- I thought Philip Rivers would go only because again, name. Like, I think Philip Rivers and Tom they go. Um, I knew Byron Jones. I, I know the the top names and top caliber guys are gonna go. Le'Veon um, Clowney, kind of surprising, but then when I hear what he's asking for, hell, surprise at all. So, um. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I kind of wonder, are these is some of these guys like Robbie Anderson? Are they gonna take like one of those deals where it's like a one year prove it deal and then try to cash in again next year? Because, I mean, I'm not sure if the collective bargaining thing is gonna be in their favor, but it don't sound like the way the running backs are getting treated. So, um, I yeah, I just I, I, know, I was bro. just surprised, man. I, I was really surprised by it, and um. I want to say really surprised. I'm kind of surprised, but now that I think about it, it makes more sense. He's the biggest risk out of everybody on and off the field. Um, he's just reckless, and so I get it. But, of course, you can see his talent, and he's definitely one of the best. I think he's one of the best 32 to 40 quarterbacks in the world. I believe that. I don't think that's any question. I think if he went to, if he went to be a backup somewhere, he'd be one of the, if not the best backup in the NFL. So, So uh, I'm sure you heard about the Tom Brady, right. Antonio Brown rumors. What's what's your odds that? That's oh man, I would say I would say fifty fifty. It's fifty fifty. I know Tom wants it, yeah, really, but I know Tom wants it. But I think if, if Tom got like they would make a deal for like Julian Edelman or maybe bring in like Chris Hogan or Josh Gordon, somebody that he likes. They bring in one of those guys, then I think he'll be just as fine. What do you think? What are your thoughts okay. on it? I, I mean, you know, I like talking about AB. But what do you think about him? I mean, I think if Tom wants him, Tom gets him. See, this is, this is what I'm going to find out how much power Tom Brady has. Um, if he's able to pull Antonio Brown down there when nobody wants to touch Antonio Brown, like I said, I think that'll tell me how much power Tom actually has in the field. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. Like, I, I kind of want it to happen selfishly because 
like I said, I enjoyed the drama. I enjoyed the train wreck. And um, if Tom Brady's the only one that can keep Antonio Brown sane, then hey, I mean, congratulations. But I, I don't expect him to be. So um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, let's talk about draft right quick because obviously a lot of visits have been halted by the coronavirus, you know, pandemic and, you know, chaos, whatever. So, um I guess the things you were thinking on your draft board that you may have had, has anything drastically well, changed Well, yeah, so, you know, that period, it's always like that, that um, once the free agency starts, it always affects, like, mock drafts and how everybody views the draft. So there are definitely a couple of moves. Right. Like, so, for instance, um, like the Cardinals trading for DeAndre Hopkins, like, before that move is made, like, you're thinking, all right, they're picking at seven. They're probably going to be able to get Jerry Judy. Probably can get um, you know, CD Lamb or or Rugs, whoever they want yep. there, they can get whichever they got. They pick, you know. So now that they got D Hop, well, it's like okay, they're not probably not getting a receiver. They probably go O line now. They help out and um and whatnot. So that's you know that's just an example of how how it affects it. But um, I think a couple people are affected by. It. I saw Dallas resigning Amari. I don't think I know a lot of people have been mocking them to get like. CD Lamb or Jerry Judy or Rugs or anything that came down there. I don't think I can still do it, but I just don't think they do it. Um, I just no, we I don't think. That. I mean, I don't know, man. That's why we ain't bring many in. Shoot, we we getting we getting we getting Judy or CD. One, two, okay, or Rugs. Well, come on, don't get your hopes up. They <laughs> up. Oh man, so um, I think that that is that is affected right now. Um, let's see who else made the um the biggest. Let me see the biggest headline, headline, headline trades. Okay, so we know Tampa now they're probably not drafting a quarterback first round. Now, uh, because I know that a lot of people are mocking them to get right. Herbert, maybe. Um, of course, also with the like people are like starting to qu- have questions about. Tua, because they they can't physically like have them take physicals with their their team doctors, even though they've already done it at the combine. And I think Tua is, is just fine. Um, that may or may not affect. I don't think it would. I think I think you know you get a lot of smoke screens and stuff this time of year. And I I know people they saw him check out at the mm-hmm. combine. They're like, all right, he's ready. Um, but yeah, I think that is affected right now. I don't see like I don't see um, Miami going uh, corner. Um, who else? You know, Dallas signed the safety, so I know a lot of people were mocking Grant Delpit there sometimes in Dallas. So with them signing, they, did they sign Ha to a one year or a two year? Because Dallas just signed Ha Ha Clinton Dix, uh, one year deal. I think I saw one year for me. No, so, I mean they may or may not, because I yeah. mean I, I I know they got like basically replacing Jeff Heath, and I know they have they still have Xavier Woods there. So would you? I mean, would you still expect them? To, like me, I I would I would keep going, like I would draft corner, corner, corner. Like I am not opposed for people drafting multiple corners, receivers, and quarterbacks. If you know, kind of like what Arizona did last year, got rid of one. Like I'm not I'm not opposed to that. Would you be opposed to them like going after like Grant Delpit or uh, the kid from Alabama? I'd rather have a corner. I don't want no safety. Oh yeah, um, I don't. Yeah, I rather have a corner, especially knowing we got, we, especially knowing that we don't have Byron no more. Uh, Cheeto got stuff up. Uh, Cheeto Woozy got stuff up. Um, I saw that we did sign back 
was yes, it Anthony Brown, yes. I think it was. Yeah, Anthony Brown. Yeah, Anthony Brown. I'm cool with that because I think he's better than people actually think of him. I mean, I don't, I don't know what they think of him, but I, I think he's pretty good, though. Um, yeah, I'd rather have a corner if I have to pick between the two. Um, we did sign Gerald McCoy, which, you know, that's cool. Uh, I'm glad we got defensive tackle finally that's not going to get steamed. That is big. That, yeah, that's um, he's a not big, what he used but to he's be, still but good. I mean, I mean, I don't even know how far away from what yeah. he used to be you would call it. I thought he was really good last year. He was really one of the better interior D linemen. Yeah, like I said. And he affects the passing game, too. Yeah, and I – Yeah, we need that in the worst way. That's why I said I'm not mad at that at all. Um, if I had to guess off team need, we did lose Robert Quinn, which is going to be probably really big because uh, for Dallas fans, we know how much he meant to us last year. Demarcus Lawrence wasn't the man on defense. It was Robert Quinn. So, the Bears signed him for like – he actually got a pretty – Big deal. I didn't right. think he would get. Well, you know, he's still but, only like twenty nine. Um, yeah, it seemed like he. Is he? Huh? No, nah, he's one. You sure? He's thirty one. I'm playing Madden now. Oh, <laughs> Just looking wow. at it. So yeah, because uh, that's the reason. That's the reason I wasn't sure if he was getting. When I saw the deal, I'm like, damn, they gave him a like a three, four year deal. This man's already right. He's twenty nine like, years old. I why? know he's twenty nine. Robert Quinn is 29 uh, years old. I'm like a thousand percent sure because I remember he came in the league and he was like 20 years old. They kept talking about how young he was. I know he's not 30. He's not 30 Robert years Quinn old. Is 30. All right, hold on a second. I got you. I got you. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna pause the podcast. I'm just talking. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, um, uh, Robert Quinn's gonna we're gonna miss him a lot. Um, I'm mad Dallas didn't just give him whatever he wanted, kind of, because he was he was hell off that end. Um, I, I don't really understand that, but I don't know. Uh, speaking of, since the Ravens made some pretty, you know, I would say sizable moves with Calais Campbell and, like I said, what they did, are you a best player available kind of guy at this point, or what do you want for um, If I'm them, I'm, I'm trying to add weapons around Lamar Jackson. I'm trying to get as much speed as possible. Um they have those two first round, I mean, those two second round draft picks, and like, if I'm there at, at 28, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying. They lost they lost uh, I believe it was Seth Roberts. Uh, it was I think yeah they lost, I think they lost Seth Roberts. I think so. So they're yeah. gonna have to you know find a replacement for yeah. him. And I know they re-signed Willie Sneed, but Willie Sneed doesn't move the needle for anybody. He's just a he's that guy that come in every now. You know he reminds me of like a. He reminds me of like a Patrick Creighton type player. <laughs> I mean, don't, he just, like, he just doesn't move the needle for folks. Um, I'm not saying he's a bad player. Nah, I think nah, he's a solid I'm player. Like he was, a, I mean, he's a former quarterback and stuff and moved receiver. Huh? Creighton's the worst player of all time. So I mean, I, I'd rather you not. Well, Creighton's the worst receiver of all time. Well, anyway, um, they um, who drops that ball? Who drops that ball on third and twelve? That Romo put on the money, and we going to Super Bowl. If we well, I don't think Wes Need gonna drop All a ball right. like that. I think he's tough and stuff like that, but like he's not like a, a dangerous type. I think he's like an underneath type receiver, like could be a, can be a good chain mover and stuff like that, good blocker and all that stuff. Um, and Miles, of course, they got Miles Boykins, but I think they get, like if if I'm at twenty, what they're picking at like twenty eight, and some of them receivers start falling, if Rugs and <laughs> Judy and and CD Lamb starts falling because you know it's a it's a really deep tackle class. There, 
Absolutely. I think not. They, I think it's possible because the receivers are so deep. Like they're like I, I think a lot of teams will take the take the mindset. Well, like well, dang, if all these good receivers, like you know, I I, I can wait and get get a guy, you know, second or third round and be fine, and don't have to reach up here and, and grab a receiver right now. I I got other guys because this class is so deep. They could wait, and then it's, it's like at the top of like the tackle class. Like there's four or five first round tackles. Guys are gonna be trying. Teams are gonna be trying to get up there. Of course, pass rusher and and quarter. They're gonna be a run on quarterbacks. It's probably gonna be four or five quarterbacks going the first round. So four or five quarterbacks, four or five tackles. You got ten picks already out the way right there, and then you got the the defensive freaks that of course that are gonna be you got Ken Law and uh, Simmons from Clemson. Those type guys. By the time we get to the teens. Then that's when people are talking like, okay, maybe we might see a receiver come off because last year they thought receivers were going to come off, and then we didn't get one till the Ravens picked um, um, Hollywood, and that was like twenty something. So, and I, granted, I know that those other, those other guys are rated higher than Hollywood was coming out, but um, I think it could. I think um, that they could drop a little bit cause just because their class is so deep. So if I'm Baltimore, I'm like, if I can get an opportunity where I could trade my second and, and my first to move up, and I see, like, Henry Ruggs got, got to, like, 19 or the 20, I'm doing it. I'm pulling the trigger right now. I'm getting first. I give my first and my second. Keep my other second. If I got to go first, second, and third to get up there to get a, a Henry Ruggs, I'm doing it. And then imagine you being on the field and you got 4-2, 4-2, and 4-2 on the field at the same time. Like, to me, that's just, that is, that's scary. Jerry, Judy. Would not fall anywhere near. Hey, look, said. we've seen it happen before. They said the same thing about Calvin Ridley, and he went like what, 19, 18, 19? And I and I thought the same thing. I thought the exact same thing. Calvin Ridley was okay. not Jerry Judy. I don't okay. think Calvin was close to Judy. I don't think that's why. Oh Lord, oh no, Lord, no. That's why I ain't got no way. No, no, we ain't gonna. If do that. I listen, if I'm them, I'm, 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 I'm thinking best player available, or um, I'm, I'm, I'm no, I'm not. I'm going receiver. If I'm Baltimore, I'm trying to go receiver first round. I'm doubling up on receiver. I am not opposed to doubling up at receiver in the first round. I am not opposed to doing it. I, I'm for all kind of stuff like that. Double up at receiver. You're good on defense. That would be. I'm doubling up at receiver, and I try to get me some, try to add some speed on defense later on, and they'll be good to go. Um, I, and you know, I, I don't know. It's just like it's just like it seems like the NFL takes a, a a different. I don't know. Every year is something different. Like I I I expect Kansas City this year. I know we had they have they Kansas City's been real quiet this off season. Um and yeah and Super. the draft. I mean they they of course they've been picking last, but it's like they're in a position to truly draft best player available. And I, I wouldn't be surprised today if, if a receiver fell down to them and they had an opportunity to get like a um uh what's the kid from Bay, like a Denzel Mims, the kid running four three or um like a Jalen Rager type player, I wouldn't be surprised if they went and did it again. No, no. No, they they cannot. No. Miko, Tyreek, no so. I said the same thing when they drafted that. Miko okay. last year. And I and I, once they did it, I said that makes perfect sense. I get why they did it, because now everybody's terrified. Everybody's terrified. Terrified. Exactly. <laughs> what you supposed to do? Exactly. And so, and that's what I'm saying. So, even, and like how you were saying earlier about Dallas, like even if Dallas goes receiver again, that's even though they brought back Amari, you could bring in a rookie on a rookie contract if you could get him in the teens 
He's not going to be making it that much, like a top five or top ten rookie. So I'm like, hey, if I could double up and get another weapon on the field, I'm doing it. I am doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So we got so, um I think we had so, a there's another um but you you I guess you want to talk about the uh how it affects the draft and whatnot. I, I'm kinda confused, so you give me your thoughts. So uh the Rams are doing like a fire sale right now, cutting everybody. <laughs> but here's the thing, they're doing all this cutting, but they don't have any draft picks. So I'm like, what are y'all doing? Like I, I would be. I mean, maybe they try to trade yeah. those guys, and people just. I know they try to trade Gurley, but of course, nobody's trade for that terrible contract. Um, Clay Matthews. I, I, I mean, I see why they cut him. Uh, they didn't bring back Michael Brockers. I mean, they're trying. They're doing everything they can to make cap space, but they literally have no picks. Like I think they're they're a type of team, the Rams, and of course they're trying to trade Brandon Cooks, but I think they're going to end up having to cut him too. Um, man. The the Rams are gonna be bad. I I could just and I, I and I like Jared Goff and people know I like him more than uh, Carson Wentz, but he ain't it. I'm sorry, he ain't it. I, I just I don't believe in him, and Wait, I think I, Sean McVay made a big mistake paying him all of that money, making him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. No way, no way. Is he, well, is they were saying like he too? was like the the big catalyst behind all of that happening. Yeah, so here okay. you go. You got these big contracts in Gurley and and him, and it's like, no nah, man. Only person on your team right now needs to be making money like that. What only two people need to be making money is Jalen and Aaron Donald. That's it. And they lost Corey Littleton. Yep. Corey Littleton went Ray to the Raiders, and he. So I mean, Eric Weddle oh, retired. The they are the they, man. The Rams are gonna be trash. I'm sorry, Poor Jalen. Man, Jalen requested trade again. I mean, I'm gonna have to call Jalen. We got to get back in the lab and try to, you know, pull something else off, get some more excuses, you know, have a couple little back aches here and there. By week six, we'll be out of there. Uh, oh, oh, the hot <laughs> take is coming. Um, I'm going to go and tell you now. Aaron Donald huh. will get traded. I don't know who? I don't know for what. But Aaron Donald's out of there. Um, what you just said, and you told me the other day, you asked me the other day, you said something about Brandon Cooks on the block. If if they're gonna trade all their stars or cut all their stars, then nah, something ain't something don't sound like something's just not right. Um, but it's kind of weird because knowing that Sean McVay had the year he had last year, where they're kind of doubting him, saying, "Well, maybe the NFL's figured him out." Uh, and then, like I said, all these dominoes start to fall where he, they cut Gurley and then they get rid of Littleton, like I said. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's do a contract; he hasn't gotten paid yet, so I'm wondering is he actually gonna be there too? Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, I kind of feel like the team somewhat falling apart. Uh, Lamar Joyner is on Who? the Raiders, right? Yes. Isn't Lamarcus Joyner on the Raiders? So Eric right. Weller was the other safety there at the time, right? Yeah, he sucks. And then, uh, yeah, I, I won't be surprised if Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald are both out of there um, pretty soon. Um I just I just don't really know. I don't see you know, how they stay. Uh, ugh, yeah. So talk to me about um. Talk to me about Tua right quick. Um, is the Dolphins uh, pretty much a lot? Yeah, around? I think it worse that that's where he's going. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to trade up. Um, but again, like remember I said, I don't mind doubling up if I'm Washington. 
There is no way I'm passing up on Tua Tagovailoa. I am not passing up on him. I'm drafting Tua right there, trying to get rid of uh, Dwayne Hackers. If I can get a day two pick um, like the Cardinals did, I'm doing it. But to me, Tua is a generational-type talent. Um, way better than Dwayne Haskins. There's like rumors going around about like how immature he is and and stuff that was going on. Remember, he at, at one of the games last year, like they're supposed to be out there kneeling the ball. He out there taking selfies with fans and stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm gone. I'm done. Dwayne Haskins, he, like he showed me absolutely nothing last year. I'm going with Tua all day, every day for the Redskins. And um, I would first try to shop the pick. So if I can shop the pick and somebody wants to give me a King's ransom for him. For that pick, then fine, and I'll see what I could do with Haskins and try to, you know, work it out. If Dolphins want to give me both of their first rounders and maybe something else next year, um, then fine, I- I'll take that. And maybe I could, you know, take a take a shot on Jordan Love later on, or uh, maybe Justin Herbert down the line, you know, and uh, with one of those one of, one of those first picks. Um, but yeah, other than that, man. Mm-mm. Mm. No, I'm not. I'm not passing up on 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 two at two. So, if I'm t- if I'm drafted, I'm taking him at two. But I don't see him getting past Miami, and I wouldn't be surprised if Miami actually tries to trade up, or some other team maybe getting involved because it's always like a mystery team that's getting involved with stuff, and like we just we never see it coming. I never saw a pass. Yeah, when they traded up, yeah, that one year, whenever the Chiefs. Um, speaking of, uh, uh I guess. Other quarterbacks in the draft, also, uh, the Chargers. Well, first of all, we didn't even talk about Cam. Cam got cut. Well, he's about to get and, cut. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, I'm speaking too early. Picking the future. Cam's about to get cut. Um, I came on this podcast. I want to say week seven or somewhere around there, and I told everybody. I said Cam was through in Carolina. Some of y'all laughed at me. One's exact words was, no, he's not done in Carolina. I'd take Cam back at a reduced price versus something, 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 something else. Well, I was, no, you said he's done yeah, I didn't, as, as a you player, did. period. I, I done in Carolina. I said, is that words? He's done in Carolina. Is that words? Your exact words where he's not done in Carolina. Okay. Your exact words. I could. Lana can bring him back at a reduced price versus going and do something else, whatever you said, whatever. It don't matter, but I was right. Cam needs a home now, basically. Tay Bridgewater's there now. Um, is Cam a starting uh, quarterback this year somewhere? Yes. No team. You can't bring him in and not start him. Too big of a personality, too big of a, a star, um, and he's just he has too much talent. Like I, Cam is gonna play wherever he goes this year. He's playing, and like I said, I, um, where where do you see him? Where do you see him actually going though? So he, I mean, it, it's it, I mean, it's it's all but certain that he's cut now. So now that he's cut, what what where do you see yeah. him going? Well, that's what I'm struggling with. Um, I see three destinations. Honestly, I can see him going to. I could see him potentially passing. Oh, yep. Um, only because I don't think Minshew is, you know, I mean, I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback. And at the same time, I don't think Gardner Minshew is better than Cam. So I could see him going there and just playing. And I, like you said, Jacksonville already did the fire still anyway. So I mean, what they got to lose? 
Um, I could see him going to San Diego, but only under the premise that I think San Diego tries to draft somebody like I think they get Jordan Love personally. Um, I think San Diego drafts Jordan Love, and they might sit him a year, kind of like Pat Mahomes did, and uh, they just kind of try to develop him. And I think that whatever they have, they're gonna play him. I don't think they're gonna just start Jordan Love off the bat. And uh, only other place I could possibly see Cam, and this is kind of weird for me to say it, but I know what you said about Dwayne Haskins, and I agree, Dwayne Haskins sucked. But I could see Cam going to Washington, and I guess just starting. That makes just sense. To be starting, I guess. But other than that, them the only three I can really see that could actually happen. Um, I don't think there's nowhere else Cam can go in the NFL that he would actually play though, because. I don't think any other team is going to either want to bring in him one or number two. Uh, they're not going to just have him on the bench. I mean, cause I don't think Cam. I don't think Cam's capable of sitting yeah. on the bench behind. And somebody. then who? And then if he so, sit behind somebody, I, uh, like how many guys that that he who? I mean, who would he be sitting behind that he probably is, wouldn't be better than at you know already, you know? Exactly. I I don't know where he go where he's already. He's going to be better, in my opinion, than probably most quarterbacks he's sitting behind. So that's why I don't really, I don't know. Um, I feel like, I feel like you're going, you're going to probably be like, uh, I, I know you, I know you liked him, but I don't feel like Marcus Mariota's sitting behind Derek Carr going last. Oh long. no, they Personally, brought him in at the like, play. I really don't. I think that, that's a, if I'm Derek Carr right yeah. now, I already know what's going. on. I'm like, all right, both of y'all love this dude coming out of the draft. Y'all kept talking him up and every mm-hmm. time he played and all this stuff. I know y'all wanted him. And now y'all finally got y'all a chance. What's the first thing y'all do? Y'all, I mean, y'all get him day one. You know, y'all go bring him in like the right <laughs> on the wall. Right. But, okay, so let's let's do this right here. I I, I agree. I think that those the teams that you brought up, they, they all make sense to me. Um, But let's let's do this real quick. I, I wanted to uh, – I was just going to bring up a couple of teams. And I, I want you to tell me what you would do to fix that team. All right. Even if whether they need fixing or not, we just try to fix a team, and we'll just kind of like quick fire a couple of things you'll do um, for that team, um, and we'll start with because I got a couple of hot takes of things I would do. So let's start with your Cowboys first. Fix your Cowboys <laughs> right now with the free agents that are available, including the draft. What's the ideal scenario going into the season that okay they're fixed? Ceedee Lamb. Ceedee Lamb. CD Lamb. Nothing in it. No, no other free agents. No trades. No nothing. No, because we're not. I don't want Clowney. Well, look, I would take Clowney, but for what he's obviously asking for, it's not worth it. Uh, we we still have to pay Dak. <laughs> I mean, we still got we got a lot of players we got to pay coming up. We still got to pay Leighton Vander Esch, if I'm not wrong, next year. Um, we still have to pay. What's the old buddy's name? Um, the offensive lineman. Uh, la, 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 la. Crap! I forget the the uh, the center. Not Travis Frederick. Is it Travis Frederick? Either him or Tyron. One of them got a contract coming up. I'm not even sure if we're gonna bring them back or not. But we we got we got other things to worry about. But the main thing I want is C. Lamb. If we get C. Lamb, I will be happy. Uh, your opinion? Oh, uh, me to fix fix them. I am trading Ezekiel Elliott for the highest draft pick I can. Um, getting rid of that $15 million in cap space. I will sign Dak to a long-term extension. First round, I will go – I will draft the, the – I will go Henry Ruggs. I wouldn't go C.D. Lamb, even though, I mean, 
I would go Henry Ruggs just because I like Henry Ruggs. I talk, we already talked about that. But um, I go, I would go then. So say I get a first round draft pick for Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I would try to go pass rusher, or I would even um, I, I wouldn't draft a, a back in the first round. Probably not. But if I did, I'd probably look to go. Like say that pick, so we get Zeke for a second round pick. I would draft DeAndre Swift in the second round. And and be just fine. So I have CeeDee Lamb, DeAndre Swift. I would have $15 million added to my cap space to do all my signings that I need to do. And I would probably be able to be in a market to sign a Jadavion Clowney. So I would take Clowney, all of them, and I think Dallas is fixed. They got two pass rushers with uh, D-Law and Clowney. They got Gerald McCoy. Hopefully Tristan Hill comes around. Then you'll have CeeDee Lamb or one of the receivers next to Amari Cooper. Um... And you'll have a, a good young uh you got two running, you'll have Tony Pollard and like a DeAndre Swift, and I'll take that all day, every day. I think we gotta cut him. Who? Uh already? Wow. Yeah, I'm sick of him. I'm not... <laughs> he ain't done that. I'm sick of him. I mean, hey. I need I need Aaron I need Aaron Donald off the bat. I don't I don't need no development projects now. I don't need none of that. So no. Yeah, well, that ain't happening. Yeah, yeah. All right, so another team. So another team. All right, fix. Okay, I'll, let's talk about the team we talked about. Fix the um, San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> Man, shit. Yeah. Oh, you want me to go first with this one? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you go first, yeah. Trade Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> yeah. To the New England Patriots <laughs> for a first-round draft pick. That would give them three first-round draft picks. <laughs> I will sign Cam Newton right. at quarterback, twenty million, twenty about twenty to twenty-five million dollars. Uh, out of my three draft picks, my three first-round draft picks, my number thirteen, I'm drafting a receiver. Whichever one's available, I'm taking them. Whether it's Judy Ruggs or um or Lamb, I'm drafting them at thirteen right there with the pick that they got from the Colts with the Forrest Buckner. Then when it gets down to the Patriots pick. That's when we're in play for like a Jordan Love um, at quarterback um, and just have him sit behind Cam Newton. And then, you are, then you're then you in a spot when you pick for – at the 31st pick, you could drive best player available. And so with them already taking a receiver and they um, – then they had their quarterback of the future, presumably. And the, at the back end of the first round, I'm then drafting uh, – Best player available, best secondary player available. So if say Grant Delpit is available, um, I'm definitely I'll, I'll go there. Grant Delpit, or I definitely go corner. They, if there's a, a good cornerback, maybe C.J. Henderson, somebody falls down, or the kid from LSU falls down there, I'm I'll go corner. And I think San Francisco is better than they were last. Okay. So basically, you're bringing in Cam. You're drafting Jordan Love, and you said Delphi, and, and, and Delphi, the receiver. So like anybody, uh, that that number thirty-one pick, I'm going corner. But as far as the the first pick though, on um, that number thirteen, I'm drafting the receiver to go alongside Debo Samuel because they lost Emmanuel Sanders. So um, okay. if I give me another good young receiver like a Jerry Judy right, right next to him, or that, or Henry Ruggs, it's gonna be problems. Yeah, you set up. <laughs> like yep. you set up. So um, you got Kittle still too. You set up. 
No, not um, yet. Question but he about to. We got like two more years, two or three more years. Uh, so how would I fix them? Um, huh. I think if San Fran, I'm definitely going corner like you mentioned because I think they need corner help. Um I think I think the Forrest Butner thing. We didn't even talk about it. I think you that's think so. Lost. Um, yeah, only because when I when I kept reading more about it, at first I'm like the Forrest Butner gone. Oh, I, oh, they still got Bosa. They still got D four. They still got Eric Armstead. But the more I read about it, when they were talking about how he was team MVP and how the last like I guess eight games of the year he kind of led the all categories. I guess I didn't pay much attention to it, but uh. They start talking about how he was like a team leader and stuff too, and I was like, "Well, they traded for a first round pick from the Colts, so obviously he was valuable." But I'm like, "Damn, that's number thirteen picks in the scoff at." So um, I'm going to tackle right away, but I want to at least try to, you know, make sure that line is still the nastiest line in the NFL. I don't want it to be like, you know, something that just falls off and people ain't got to worry about it no more. Um, I think you're spot on with the Jimmy G thing. If Jimmy G messes around and comes out and has a fantastic year, I won't be shocked, but I, I expect it. So, um, I think you kind of hit on the head. All right, we'll, really we'll do two more teams real it, quick before we wrap it up. Um, let's just, I guess we could pick one more NFC East team and then one, one more uh, NFC uh, West team. So, NFC East, let's go fix. Talk to me about fix. Eagles. Fix, okay, Eagles. Phil, we go Philadelphia Eagles. Fix the Look, Eagles. Well, what would you do to fix Philly? Yeah. I'm gonna ask you because I'm obviously I'm biased. I'm, I, I don't like I hate them, so I'm gonna let you tell. How are you? Uh, we gotta play out. What this you gonna do with Carson Wentz? And um, let's see. We've already paid them, so we got we gotta see our <laughs> way through this. Um, if I'm them, I'm looking to draft receiver. Um, <laughs> Deshaun Jackson will be coming back. Um, I think they'll they'll have enough weapons. But if I'm them, I'm looking to target receiver early. Um, not really. I mean, I, I'm I'm willing to give Arcega Whiteside a shot. Um, you know, uh, I don't know what they're gonna do with Aguilar. I can see Aguilar like signing with like Atlanta or something, being a slot receiver. I think he'll be perfect right there. Um, but the okay, so they, so they got J- uh, Javon Hargrave, who's a, a good interior rusher. I'm I'm if I'm them I'm trying to I know they made the trade for Slay. Um if I'm them I I'm trying to get myself into the uh the clowny sweepstakes if possible. I know they were interested at the trade deadline uh for him. But if you can't get him then I'll go um just something to try to bolster the pass or help bolster the, the pass rush, even though you know we got my boy Josh Sweat. Gonna be screaming this year. Um Brandon Graham's getting a little older. Um so <laughs> Yeah, they lost Jenkins. Yeah. So they, 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 they. I mean, they took some flyers in the secondary, which I get it. Like I'm all, I'm all for that. When they, they went out to Darby, and I, I think they're moving Jalen Mills to, uh, the safety this year. So yeah, I'm thinking corner or, uh, doubling up on corner and, and receiver. Just they got to affect the passing game, and I mean, cause they're talent, they're talented. I, they just don't have too many weaknesses. So yeah, if I'm them, I'm going corner, and maybe right. that second, third round, maybe that's when you try to look to get a, a you know, like a Cam Akers, or 
um, what's the guy named Zulair? Um, one of those backs. I know. I'm sorry. Do they? Do they need it? Only because of uh how old buddy got off last year. Um, Saquon's back up. My oh yeah, my oh yeah, my uh, Sanders was getting off. Uh, um, forgot about that. Um, yeah. I don't know then. I, I'm definitely addressing receiver if I'm there. Because if that's one thing I remember last year, these boys, I feel like when they played Dallas that game when we should have won, they they had two active receivers on the roster. Uh, JJ, and it was the – I forgot the other dude's name, but Alshon went down, Deshaun went down. All these guys, Aguilar went down. Like, that's – I feel like receivers are going to haunt their dreams. Like, they have to address receiver. It, it don't matter what it is. Um, they have to address receiver. And I feel like that's what they need in the worst way. Cornerback, obviously, they already kind of hit that, so that's cool. Um, they lost Malcolm Jenkins to the Saints yes. again, right? Malcolm Jenkins is going to the Saints. And you said Mills is probably yes, moving towards safety Mills anyway, is right? moving to safety. Okay, never mind. I ain't got to worry about that. Um, yeah, like, I just, I don't know. Like, I just don't. Honestly, I was. My whole thing about the whole Eagles is what are you going to do with Wentz? And that's pretty yeah, much well, he's probably going to get hurt. Question about anything. Uh, like, yeah, I feel like most Eagles fans, their only concern is Carson Wentz. They don't care about nothing else, but what is Carson Wentz going to do to us this year? Like, how is he going to let us down this year? And it's hilarious to me, but I mean, it's kind of it's kind of true though. Like, I mean, what, what is he going to do this year? Like, how is he going to? Yeah, I think it's big. Year, so. I think really the biggest thing when, when it comes we'll to him is just his health. Um. I think that's that's really his biggest thing. So I feel like he got a mix of unlucky and then also just some of the stuff is just stupid, but most of it's just kind of being unlucky, like the, the torn ACL. I mean that that's I guess that's gonna happen, you know, if you make plays. Uh the, the Davion Clowney hit. I felt like that was unlucky personally. I didn't think that, you know, Davion tried to kill yeah. him or anything, but he just happened to get concussion. So, um, uh, well, no, we go to the uh, NFC West. Because what do we do for our uh, same division as the 49ers? So, um, we could just pick one of the one of the teams. Okay, let's go to Rams because okay. they 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 crap. Oh goodness. Okay. So, the, I think they're going to be terrible this year. For the next couple of years, I am fire selling. I'm trading Jalen. I'm trading Aaron Donald. I'm getting as much draft capital as I possibly can, freeing <laughs> up as much space as I possibly can. I mean, because why not? They are. I mean, they're already doing it. And like, if you're not, if you're gonna chop down the tree, you might as well just go and cut it all the way down and start yeah. over. Just pull it up from the roots and start over. Get your nice, healthy tree back in there. And I'm, I'm, I'm fire selling, man. And and the clock is is ticking on Jared Goff. I if I get a first round draft pick, if I get a high draft pick for Aaron Donald, say for instance. I could trade Aaron Donald to the Giants. What are the Giants picking three? Yeah, if I if I can get up there and say two drops, and three I can trade four, yeah. uh, him or somebody, I, I'm 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 telling you, man, I I, I would I would try to get up there and do it. I'm not that much of a believer in golf. Um, they don't have. I would be trying to get out if I had to package Brandon Cooks and Jalen Ramsey in a trade because you could. Jalen Ramsey is really tradable right now. Uh, he still has one more year deal, one more year left on his rookie deal. 
So it's not like, oh, well, I want to trade for that contract. It's like I'm getting an elite player on his rookie deal, and he got one more year. Yeah, I might have to pay him next year, but right now I ain't got to pay him nothing. You know, so let me let me try to get it. I I would literally be trying to trade my first like, draft pick. If I'm a team and I need a corner, I'm on the phone right now with the with the Rams. Like, look, y'all gonna be trash. Y'all getting rid of everybody else. Let me get this up off you. Let me get Jalen real quick. And I'll be trying to get Aaron Donald too. So yep. um, I think the best thing for them to do is just yeah. continue to fire sale, you know, just and trust the process. You know, Miami did it. You know, I, I don't know if Bill, Bill Belichick is going to have enough. I mean, I, I don't know if he's going to have too much pride to do it, but I think the Patriots should do it. You know, they're already fire. It seems like they're fire selling. I think the Rams need to go ahead and do it. I just, people are so concerned about job security and people are so impatient in college. I mean, in college, in the NFL which I, I don't think is right. I think the best thing to do is to be patient with a coach, um, especially if he's a good one or shows promise and you're looking at it realistically. I think they should fire sell it. And um, I think that would, that would get put them in a position to where you get draft capital, you got first round picks back, you got cap space. So now next year you can go, you can sign whoever you want to, you can draft whoever you want to. And uh, you can go ahead and hit this thing running with a good, still young coach. You know, and and some some up and coming you know pieces that you'll have to, to you know to, to maneuver with. So that's what I would do with the Rams. Do you feel as though Belichick kind of failed the Patriots? This, I mean, kind of failed the Patriots this upcoming. In what way? I guess kind of future, whatever, or year. Like from a talent. Well, <clears throat> I would say yes, only because last year's team. I'm not even gonna put that all on Brady and have weapons. Brady, Brady at the start of the season had a, well, not start of the season. Brady had Antonio Brown. Well, it's like one game, so it's not like he didn't have anything. Like he had something. Uh, yeah, but still though, like he had Josh Gordon. He, it was some extenuating circumstances that kind of took Brady's weapons away. Uh, he lost some offensive linemen for sure, and that was a big reason also. But um, I guess I'm, the reason I'm asking is because I'm thinking about. Belichick brought back the McCourties. Uh He's he, you know, he. Some of these players he has are basically older guys anyway, and I feel like they're built to win now. But with them not even attempting to, I guess for the most part, sign Brady back, like, I guess I, I kind of feel like he kind of failed them in a way. Like, what's what was the point of bringing back some of these older guys? And in a way, I mean, I saw he let go of Kyle Van Noy. He let go of some guys himself that I'm kind of like, well, what exactly is he doing this year? Like, what's going on? So, yeah, uh, Jamie Collins is, Jamie Collins he's is in gone Detroit too, right? Now. He went to – yeah, so that's why I'm like, I don't really understand what what Belichick's doing. So, I guess I'm asking you, to, to in your opinion, do you think he's kind of failed them this season? Or, like I said, do you think he mishandled – um, I don't know. I, I, I just don't really know what he's doing. I know there was like a little power struggle a few years ago with him between him and uh, Brady, and I know he wanted to, you know, keep Garoppolo around. So I don't know how that. I, I don't know if he had a plan, and then that kind of right. like messed up the plan. Um. So yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 it's hard to say. I, maybe he does have a plan in place. Maybe he's thinking like, oh, I'll bring back Jacoby Brissett. And and I'll fix it, you know, fix something there, you know. I I don't know because I, I just don't know. Maybe I I I want to say that he has a plan, and I just I believe they. I just believe the Patriots got some of this. They always do. So. 
Yeah. I ain't gonna doubt him yet. But nah, um, man, that's it, man. Anyway, you got anything else before you want to go? All right, cool, cool. Well, first of all, we appreciate y'all listening. Uh, thank you for uh, sticking with us through <laughs> this traumatic time of no sports. Um, I mean, it's it's gonna it's gonna be hard, guys, but we're gonna get through it together. Uh, gonna keep trying to put out at least podcasts as often as we can. Um, we may kind of do something different as far as I think one pack, probably our next podcast, we might have a little friend, friend Hall of Fame debate of certain players who. Who should or probably who shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame? Who's on the fringe ever? Who could? Who couldn't get in there? We probably won't have that talk. We having that talking group message, and it's not going well. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna try to give y'all something a little bit different uh, in the future. Uh, for those of you who are watching wrestling, ha 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 ha! Because I know y'all is probably like, how the hell am I watching a wrestling program with no fans? And wrestlers <laughs> are still on the turnbuckle, pointing into the stands and talking. Like it's just. Stupidest shit I've ever seen. So, uh, yeah, UFC fights are being fought with no fans as well. That's got to be kind of odd, but at the same time, I mean, the knockouts ain't going nowhere. Folks is still getting KO'd. Um, are there any upcoming yes, boxing uh, matches Canelo that trilogy, are popular you uh, know about, Twan? The trilogy uh, was agreed upon uh, last week. Oh, I think maybe earlier this week. And um, so that, that fight is going to be going down. I believe they said in September. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to that fight. Um, that'll nice. be a pretty big one. But everything else got you know canceled or postponed. So we're not too much. I just know when we do get sports back, it is okay. going to be a bombardment, and I can't wait. Lord willing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's coming all at one time. So again, uh, thank y'all for listening. Please continue to listen to us on Anchor, Spotify. Uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, just wherever you get podcasts, period. Um, please continue to uh, send encouragement like you have. Please continue to send the DMs. Uh, if you have questions, please hit me or Twan up. You, uh, Like I said, you can find us on Instagram. That's it, man. It's not an issue. Uh, Twan, you got anything else? Please. All right.